Welcome to the Advice and Insights Podcast with David L. Bonson. Hello and welcome to the weekly Advice and Insights Podcast. This is David Bonson. I'm the Chief Investment Officer at the Bonson Group. And we are coming to you this week, one of the most horrid few days in the market in quite some time. And we want to talk about a very specific subject, which is that of tariffs. And we want to explain why we believe at the heart of this market turmoil is tension and distress around global trade. And in this particular podcast, my goal is to actually unpack it a little bit, give you a kind of look under the hood as to why we think this is so significant to markets. There are plenty of commentaries available that are not necessarily investment-driven or market-driven, and they may be, fancy themselves as policy oriented where they're going to discuss the merits of free trade or the merits of tariffs, the you know one side of the issue and in, in how we posture with China or the other side of that issue. And that's all well and good. Some of it is probably garbage. Some of it's probably really good, but none of it is my point. I am specifically here to give our insights on where in the midst of this significant market volatility, the uh, subject of free trade and tariffs come in and provide a little bit of insight as to what it looks like from the vantage point of Mr. Market, um, why there is a threat to the market in the ongoing saga, and, and I think kind of unpack a little economic education and with that said i don't mind saying it would be very nice if the president would listen to the podcast but i don't think he's going to so i'll just have to leave it uh for you all to hear the words of wisdom that represent our best advice and our best insights on this subject uh all of which are being given from an investment and market standpoint now to the extent you want a broader conversation about what's happened in the stock market this week. Uh, our Dividend Cafe podcast will be very uh, useful to you. We not only will unpack the trade-related issues, but we also will unpack um, oil and get into the Fed and some of the other broader conversations that are necessary to to more you know intelligently look at the state of the market right now. But for this purpose, we try to use a singular topic week by week and, and let that vary um, to with advice and insights for those investors, those listeners that care about a bit deeper treatment of a given subject and, and use Dividend Cafe <clears throat> for the broader overview. So that's where we are. Listen, I'm going to read to you right now a tweet that the President of the United States sent Tuesday mid-morning, and I'm quoting word for word, I am a tariff man when people or countries come in to raid the great wealth of our nation. I want them to pay for the privilege of doing so. It will always be the best way to max out our economic power. We are right now taking in billions of dollars in tariffs. Make America rich again. Okay, that's the end of the quote of this tweet. Within seconds of the tweet going out, the market dropped. Within minutes, it dropped a lot. Within hours, it had collapsed. Uh, 
We were down 800 points on Tuesday. I'm not suggesting this tweet was the sole reason. I am very much suggesting the tweet and the surrounding ambiguity around this ongoing issue with China was at the heart of the matter. And that it continues to represent one of the prominent uncertainties that exist over the market. The market was closed on Wednesday of this week in uh, honor of a day of mourning for the late now, late now late President George Herbert Walker Bush. Okay, and so we are looking at, uh, I'm recording this in the middle of the day on Thursday. Markets have been down as much as almost another 800 points. I believe it got as much as 770 we're right now down about 550, 560. We opened down 400. You're listening to this podcast at a different point in time, and I don't have any idea what the market will have done since. So my point being, um, we are looking at on the week, because remember, we we're up about 300 on Monday. So on the week, you're looking at over a thousand point drop. You're looking at um, three weeks in a row now that the market has moved up or down over a thousand points. And there's a lot of volatility surrounding these issues, one being the Fed, the other being the trade and tariff subject. And I want to tell you that embedded in this president's tweet, two days after what was a seemingly very, very good announcement that they were going to put on hold any escalation of tariffs in the debate with China, the negotiation with China, that China was committing to increasing in a significant way their purchase of U.S. agricultural commodities as well as natural gas. Um, it was, you know, without any real specificity, it was basically all you could have hoped for. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, I think over the next 24 or 48 hours, the market realized they didn't have a lot of specificity. There was still a lot of unknowns. So the market had to digest what exactly it would mean. What are the levels that are going to be purchasing? What happens in 90 days? What's the deadline? We know that the uh, announced increase of current tariffs was put on hold. But is there a possibility of the present tariffs as they are going away? So uh, didn't where, where did automobiles fit into this? There was some kind of dispute as to what each side was saying about that. And then the president's tweet. Now, let me tell you something. A tariff is a tax. That's not debated. When I say a tariff is a tax, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing or a good thing. But saying a um, tariff is not is something different than a tax is a tremendous problem with vocabulary because that's all it literally is. So it's hard to believe <clears throat> that somebody would expect the market to respond well to the president of the United States saying, I am tax man. Um, but saying I am tariff man was word for word what came out of his mouth. And and it is true. I guess I said at the beginning of this podcast, I'm not going to get into the policy side or what it should be or shouldn't be. I'm only talking about why the market's so concerned. But let me interject that objective from that objective to say when someone says what countries come in to raid the great wealth of the nation and they're referring to the idea that these nations are trading from one another and that they think there's unfair terms in that trade there and refers to that as raid um there's a tremendous misunderstanding of what it means to take wealth from a nation we right now have a lot of companies in our country that buy things from companies in china 
some of which are state-owned, some of which are not. And they, the companies in our country that do that do so voluntarily. They are not forced to do it. When they do so, they send money in U.S. dollars to China. China sends product back. So there's a voluntary exchange. China, if they were to take the money but not send the product, would be stealing. Nobody is accusing China of doing that. The accusation is that companies are voluntarily transacting, one giving money, one giving goods. A parallel would be when I go to the store. I give money, the store gives me goods. If I give them my money and then I walk out of the store and my bag is empty, then yeah, they raided my wealth. But if they put the product in the bag that I bought from them, that I voluntarily bought, I receive my good, they receive the money, and we move on with our lives. Okay? However, I am telling you that the president is posturing here, best case, for a range of China, or he genuinely doesn't understand that worst case. Because... The notion that they are raiding the great wealth and that therefore he wants to present a proud tariff policy out of this is extremely concerning to the markets. We have $100 billion globally that will come out of free trade via tariffs, um, wiping out the benefit of corporate tax reform, not not the benefit of repatriation, but a significant fiscal stimulus to the economy is being fiscally unstimulused from the economy via this trade war. And the markets have known what's going on. They saw how things were relatively settled with Mexico, with China, excuse me, with Canada, with European Union. There's still some ongoing issues with there. They saw that the president didn't get rid of NAFTA. He just renamed it and, and more or less got, you know, a very similar deal. And so the market, I think, has secretly been really hoping that this would issue with China would kind of pass over in a similar way, maybe get some better terms out of it when all said and done. And I believe that is what's going to happen, by the way. But along the way, this kind of tweeting um, and messaging uh, is is very concerning. Then you add to that today the arrest of a Chinese executive around violation of sanctions, Um, and that person being extradited to the U.S. for prosecution, it definitely adds to the risk of just ongoing tension escalation in this whole trade issue. So so back to why this escalation of tariffs is such a big deal, because right now the entire economic thesis for higher GDP growth is based on the idea that the corporate tax cut, deregulation – and a healthier economic environment evidenced in the labor market and wages is leading to greater business confidence, greater business optimism. And therefore, what needs to happen is that, well, what will happen is that 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 increased business spending, business investment will lead to greater productivity, which will enhance corporate profits. It's a thesis I totally buy into, by the way. I very much believe in it. But it's a thesis that has no chance of playing out if capital expenditures reverse and capital expenditures have no chance of advancing with a fear of global trade wars 
and enhanced tariffs from enhanced taxes on importing or exporting of goods, which declines the total volume of commerce, as the Wall Street Journal uttered in an op-ed today, repeating a quote often uttered from my favorite, one of my favorite economists, Art Laffer. When you tax more of something, you get less of it. If what the market wants is more commerce, which it is, you get less commerce when you tax more of it. And that's the position we face right now. Okay, so I'm going to leave it there. The fact of the matter is that CapEx directly ties into tariffs. And CapEx is the needed ingredient in healthy global markets right now, including the equity markets. That's the nature of the beast that we face. I believe that Tariff Man, hopefully, will let the cooler heads of Steve Mnuchin and Larry Kudlow negotiate a good deal. Uh, I believe that we're playing with fire in the way we're doing it. But to the extent we end up getting a good deal, we're going to move on. But right now, you have to understand that trade tensions are the source of stock volatility, period, point blank. And it could get a lot worse. It could also get a lot better. Right now, we're in a certain middle ground, and it's just elevated volatility within a range. That range is roughly 24,000 in the Dow on the low end and 26,000 on the high end. But the market's too vulnerable to take this lightly, and that's the nature of where we are. If you have any questions at all, reach out to David Bonson, D. Bonson at thebonsongroup.com. I will answer all questions, advice, and insights. Rate us, forward this, share this. And understand that the Bonson Group is here if you have any questions to help you. But if you're interested in uh, a broader overview, listen to Dividend Cafe this week. And thank you for listening to Advice and Insights. Thank you for listening to our Advice and Insights podcast with David L. Bonson. The Bonson Group is registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk, and there's no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance, and it's not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analyses, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. The team in Hightower shall not be in any way liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as the accuracy or completeness of the data and other information or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information reference herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of the team and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates.